Hello, and welcome to the first episode of Season 1 of Investing Beyond Borders, a new podcast from Miranda Law Firm that will be bringing you regular insight on investment opportunities and legal and regulatory updates from throughout the Miranda Alliance world, all in around six minutes. This week, we bring you news on the Angolan privatization process, updates on the electricity sector in Mozambique, petroleum industry business and regulatory developments in Angola, Equatorial Guinea, Saint-Tomé and Mozambique, and updates on anti-corruption efforts in Timor-Leste and much, much more. Sit back and enjoy investing beyond borders. Diana, over to you. Thank you, Luis. The privatization process in Angola has been moving ahead full steam as the government recently opened tender processes for the sale of a five-star hotel in Talatona and a three-star hotel in Luanda. This is a great opportunity for investors interested in the country's profitable hospitality sector, with bidders being required to submit expressions of interest until the 16th of October. The process for the privatization of industrial plants is also ongoing, with a recent approval of four bids for the acquisition of factories in the Special Economic Zone. On the oil and gas front, the National Oil and Gas Agency, ANPG, recently launched a limited tender for the development of marginal oil fields. This tender has more flexible bidding terms and is aimed at trying to bring additional resources on board swiftly to minimize the impact of declining production in recent years. Finally, the Angolan government and the European Union are scheduled to hold a high-level business forum in the first semester of 2021, which will include Angolan and European businessmen and will focus, amongst others, on the possibility of increasing Angolan exports to the EU. Jumping over to Cape Verde, five companies have been pre-selected to bid on the construction of the São Vicente Cruise Terminal. These companies and groups include entities from Portugal, Cape Verde, France and Morocco. In the next phase of the tender process, the pre-selected entities and groups will be required to present their technical and financial proposals. Equatorial Guinea's drive to improve the governance of its important oil and gas sector has led to the approval of new petroleum regulations, which improve on the prior regulations approved in 2013. The new rules cover a myriad of issues, including award and performance of contracts covering marginal, ultra-deep and mature fields, onshore oil and gas activities, petrochemical activities, customs procedures, local content and infractions to the rules. Across the Gulf of Guinea, Saint-Main Prince has also been a hotbed of activity on the oil and gas front, with the government approving more flexible rules applicable to the exploration phase under existing production sharing contracts due to the COVID-19 pandemic. In addition, and importantly for all sectors of economic activity, the Parliament has now postponed the coming into force of the new VAT code and reinstated the prior taxation legislation applicable in the country. The VAT code is now only tabled to come into force once the Ministry of Finance has developed the necessary technical and operational expertise to implement the new rules. Moving east to Mozambique, the National Petroleum Institute has just announced that the launching of the country's highly anticipated sixth oil and gas licensing round has now been postponed, with a preparatory process now expected to be completed by the end of this year. The electricity sector has always held exciting opportunities for investment, and renewables are a key part of Mozambique's future energy mix. In this respect, the government, together with government-owned utility EDM, Electricidad Mozambique, has been carrying out various studies for three solar farms and one wind farm in the country. 
The environmental impact study for the 40-megawatt solar project in Sofala province in northeastern Mozambique has just been finalized, and the government is now seeking private investors for this project. The news on the general state of the economy are also good, with Fitch Solutions stating that Mozambique will be the only southern African country to register economic growth in 2020, which had already been confirmed by the IMF earlier in the year. Mozambique is expected to be the only country in the region that will avoid a recession this year, registering a growth of 0.2%, with a recovery of economic activity expected to increase to 3.6% in 2021. Moving now to Southeast Asia, 2020 has been a year full of developments in Timor-Leste, where the national parliament has recently approved a new anti-corruption law that will come into force in the first quarter of 2021. The new law brings together in one statute the rules on prevention and fighting corruption, creates a new number of crimes, and sets forth rules on codes of conduct, public procurement, and activities of both private and public entities and individuals, amongst others. At a time when the national economy is suffering from the restrictive measures imposed to fight a COVID-19 pandemic, and following the rejection of the national budget in the first quarter, the government finally presented a revised 2020 national budget on the 15th of September, and it is now under urgent discussion at the national parliament. A 2021 budget is currently under discussion within the government and is expected to go to the parliament soon. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Investing Beyond Borders. Please join us again in two weeks' time for more business and legal and regulatory news from the 19 Miranda Alliance jurisdictions. This podcast was brought to you by Miranda Law Firm and Miranda Alliance. You can find out more about our worldwide activities and assistance to investors at www.mirandalawfirm.com. This episode was presented by Diana Teodoro from the Lisbon office and Luís Miranda from the Houston office. Content was developed exclusively for Miranda by the Miranda Alliance podcast team. Technical support is provided by Catarina Moraes from our communications department. All content is subject to copyright and protected by law.